Yeah, there was a select subcommittee on the weaponization of the federal government. Uh, the House weaponization hearing featuring uh, testimony from Matt Taibbi. Here's what happened to Matt Taibbi at the hearing. Journalistic ethics and information sources. The Society of Professional Journalists Code of Ethics asserts that journalists should avoid political activities that can compromise integrity or credibility. Oh, it was Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Ugh, yuck. Yikes. Guys, uh, trigger warning that's coming too late, but Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Being a Republican witness today certainly casts a cloud over your object objectivity. But a deeper concern that I have relates to the ethics of how journalists receive and present certain information. Journalists should avoid accepting spoon-fed, cherry-picked information if it's likely to be slanted, incomplete, or designed to read. Why is there a photo of Joe Rogan behind her? What the fuck is going on in Congress, dude? They're having too much fun. Foregone, easily disputed, or invalid conclusion. Would you agree with that? I think, it's, I think it depends. Really? You, you wouldn't agree that a journalist should avoid spoon-fed, cherry-picked information if it's likely to be slanted? incomplete or designed to reach a foregone, easily disputed or invalid conclusion? Mrs. Con uh, Congresswoman, I've done probably a dozen stories involving whistleblowers. Every reported story that I've ever done across three decades involves sources who have motives. Every time you do a story, you're making a, a, a balancing test okay. between the public interest. Reclaiming my time, thank you very much. Okay. I ask you this because before you became Elon Musk's hand-picked journalist, so, and pardon the oxymoron, the reality is Matt Taibbi did become a mouthpiece for a billionaire and his like $44 billion purchased corporation, uh, which is really, really sad. Oh, people who have never heard Matt Taibbi speak going, wow, he sounds like he's crying. Yes, Matt Taibbi. That's why watching the Tarfu, listening to the Tarfu report was always a unique experience because he does have insane vocal fry. You stated this on Joe Rogan's podcast about being spoon-fed that's not the story at all. Fuck you mean that's not the story at all. That is exactly what happened to Matt Taibbi. Matt Taibbi uh, acted like he was doing like, uh, you know, cutting edge journalism with the Twitter files when the Twitter files itself didn't show anything. Hamilton 68 was a scam. What? Information. And I quote, I think that's true of any kind of journalism. And you'll see it behind me here. I think that's true of any kind of journalism. Once you start getting handed things, then you've lost. They have you at that point, and you got to get out of that habit. You just can't cross that line. Do you still believe what you told Mr. Rogan? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes. Good. Now, you crossed that line with the Twitter files. No. Elon Musk, it's my time. Please do not interrupt me. Elon Musk spoon-fed spoon you his cherry-picked information, which you must have suspected promotes a slanted viewpoint or at the very least, generates another right-wing conspiracy theory. You violated your own standard. I mean, he did. He did. Anyone that says, like, it, he didn't is fucking ridiculous. This is characteristic of a type of quietly pro-capitalist guy who shields powerful boss from criticism, often using faux-class politics. Uh, pose about PMCs being deranged, but actually all billionaires deserve that same hostility from the press, even ones in Matt's replies. The seamless way people transition from hating Trump to hating Musk has been amazing to watch. In 10 years, we'll have a Photoshop compilation with like six different faces on it. Yeah, dude. You shouldn't hate Donald Trump and you shouldn't hate Elon Musk. You're right. It only, yeah, it's the PMCs that are at fault. You can hate the PMCs and also uh, fucking turn around and hate the Elon Musk and Donald Trump. 
who are basically the lords and the masters of the PMCs. The PMCs are uh, the professional managerial class gets hatred because they are working at the behest of these corporate overlords. Holy fuck, dude. But as dreadful as dreadful as it is, it's entertaining that you don't realize that only left wing stooges, uh, that only left wing stooges take you seriously. Just out of curiosity, what's your definition of left wing? W one whose solution to every societal problem is to increase the scope of government and decrease someone else's liberty. My whole argument against modern Wall Street is that it has been th that Wall Street has been that it's anti capitalist, perverted by incestuous ties to the state. I don't know how many people who would describe what's gone on with these TBTF banks since 2008 as capitalism. Corruption within capitalism causes people to foolishly think that socialism and communism works better. This hatred is good and should be encouraged, and uh, there are signs that it's potentially transferable among libs, but that's not great if you're selling substack subs uh, predicated on liberal pathologies. Yeah, he's hitting it's it's such a sad it's such a sad state of affairs to see Matt Taibbi even back then talking about I had never seen this by the way. But it's so fucking weird to see him. The PMC is a cranky and accurate and outdated sociology term used by reactionary populists. Yeah, I know, but we all understand what that means, right? That's why I'm pointing to it. The people that utilize or weaponize the term professional managerial uh class are also, which by the way, is not a real class position from any Marxian sense. Um, but the people that utilize that oftentimes are the same people that say things like, uh, you know, uh, academics are not working class. And I don't mean DJ academics. I mean, people in academia, like grad students who are doing teaching jobs and shit are not technically uh, workers or Starbucks baristas and people in the server, uh, people in the service industry are not real fucking working class people. And it's like, Brother, if you don't think that they're real working class people, then you have no comprehension of what the American working class looks like. It's like literally the remaining working class. Was Matt Leck? Matt Lech, was he actually a, a Tarfu Report uh, producer? I've heard this in the chat before. I know him only from, of course, Majority Report, uh, but I did not know that he actually was a producer, so he like literally worked with fucking this crank dickhead. Um, and also, my favorite, my goat, Alex Perrine, so... The natural progression is to go form a production, go from a production-based economy to a service-based economy. So, of course, the new working class will be baristas, etc.
Yeah, he worked with Matt. Talks about his anti-trans beginnings, too. The sad part is Marx talks about them, and, uh, and though he had an outdated take about what is productive and unproductive, he still called shopkeepers and what we call service workers today working class. Any Marxist that agrees with these right-wing takes is insane and not a Marxist. Yes. I do think that um, productive and unproductive labor is, is one that I... One that some of my, uh, you know, bad faith uh, criticizers like to deploy every now and then. Wall Street is anti-capitalist, what? Yes, it's the, it's the age-old and some, you know, it's the age-old argument, which ironically, these very same people like to deploy against communism when someone correctly points out that like, when the fuck have, when the fuck has there ever been communism, Right. But it's the age-old argument, which is real capitalism has not been tried yet. This is just crony capitalism. Of course, interesting that Matt Taibbi is saying that because the last time I heard someone say that to my face was Charlie fucking Kirk. This is capitalism. Capitalism has created a bourgeois state. Why the fuck wouldn't the bourgeois state work at the behest of capital owners that is the entire point of capitalism that's how this works a dictatorship of the capital owners rather than a dictatorship of the working class which would be a true democracy that's like literally the whole point Whenever people say, oh man, real capitalism has never been tried, I'm like, when, when will it be tried? What do you think real capitalism is? This is real capitalism. This is how a real capitalist state operates. Those very same people also turn around. Those very same people also turn around and will, will routinely say, a lot of these problems that we're experiencing right now is due to socialism. Or God forbid, if we had socialism, we'd have disproportionate wealth at the tippy top, okay, which also isn't true. We'd have so much disproportionate wealth and power at the top under socialism. It's like, motherfucker, we have it right now. We have that right now. People would not, people would be standing in lines for bread. Like, we don't even have bread lines now. We have lines at grocery stores where people have to still pay for it. At least bread lines is the government doing something about the fucking uh, issue. It's interesting to see Taibbi has always had bad politics, but his recent right-wing turn aligns with when he was canceled for old misogynistic writings and also some, like, shitty things that he did, I think, in the workplace. But it's just, like... You know, there is a place for redemption there. But instead of fucking leaning into that, um, he just became this, like, right-wing fucking nut job. What is this? Hamilton 68 was not only accusing Trumpers of being Russian state actors, but leftists too. It was a sham. What the fuck is Ham? I don't even know what Hamilton 68 is, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I, I don't know. Is it one of those like Twitter files things that I didn't read or watch because it was boring as shit and it didn't show us anything other than like a bunch of people crying that uh, a bunch of people crying that like fucking Hunter Biden's cock pictures were not allowed to be mass distributed on fucking Twitter. A recent Twitter file drop <coughs> revealed deep concerns among Twitter executives about a database that claimed to track Russian propaganda in near real time. The now defunct database, Hamilton 68, was widely cited by media outlets, including Insider, before it was shut down in 2018. Conservatives accused of having left-wing bias, while its creators say the dashboard's data was often misunderstood and misinterpreted. Selectively leaked emails that appear to show internal discussion between Twitter executives have raised doubt about a prominent database to track Russia's online influence campaigns. Was I on it or not? Because if I'm not on it, they fucking failed, okay? That's all I'm going to say. I am Russia's most strongest soldier, okay? The controversy surfaced in late January when the journalist Matt Taibbi published a lengthy Twitter thread as a part of the so-called Twitter files and ongoing series publicizing the internal content moderation debates. It included photos of emails in which a former Twitter executive, Yoel Roth, expressed concerns about Hamilton 68, a now defunct public tra dashboard that tracked hundreds of Twitter accounts to monitor the spread of pro-Russian propaganda online. But now neither Taibbi nor Roth are willing to talk about the controversy. The architects of the tracker did not respond to a request for the list of accounts when it, that it tracked when Hamilton 68 was launched in 2017. Its creators at the Alliance for Securing Democracy wrote that the tool seeks to expose the effects of online influence networks and inform uh, public of themes and content being promoted to the Americas uh, through to Americans through a near real time look at Russian propaganda and disinformation efforts online. The dashboard was originally created to depict hashtags, links, and issues being. This is like fucking more like endless uh, Russia Gate hysterics from. A bunch of liberals, right? That's what we're we're looking at here. Is that what this is? Here's the full back and forth. Okay, Taibi does great work, and I'm a big fan, but he's stretched too thin here. I actually think this general point is true for the weaponization of the subcommittee in general. There are serious scandals they should be uncovering. This is just repetition. I wish Matt would have narrowed his focus into the most blatant occurrences because his quest for quantity has come at the expense of quality examples. It undercuts what he's trying to accomplish, unless this is actually it. Documents you've produced all date to around 2020. Is that correct? No, uh, there's a significant portion of them from 2017 and 2018 as well. Thank you. And Mr. Schellenberger, what dates do you have? I, I believe that we had emails including 2022, 2021, yeah, 2020. That's also true. 2019. Uh, wait till you find out that every single social media platform and ISP that you actually utilize literally offers backdoors for the government. They have access to all of your information still whenever the government requests it. Hello, welcome to the real world. You know, that's it. I don't know what else to tell you. This is not new news. This is not anything new. It sucks. Same with VPNs. Exactly. VPNs do not protect you either. Um, yeah, welcome to the FISA court. Welcome to the real world. 
every government does this, but ours certainly does it so much uh, that, uh, you know, uh, a long time ago, as a matter of fact, we had uh, a, a, another Matt Taibbi-style investigative reporter who actually uncovered a big chunk of this uh, by working with uh, uh, by working with the likes of Edward Snowden, as a matter of fact, but uh, we won't say his name now. Baby, how many employees did Twitter employ in approximately the time period of 2020-2021? Do you know? I don't. Okay, Sorry. it was 7,500. Do you know how many were in its legal team during that time period? I don't. I'm sorry. And do you know how many were in its public policy team? I don't. Mr. Schellenberger, do you know how many were employed in content moderation during that time? I do not know. Okay. So we're looking at thousands of employees overall, and hundreds in offices were the focus of emails and documents you released. Um, I will ask you, Mr. Schellenberger, how many emails did Mr. Musk give you access to? I mean, we, we, we went through thousands of emails. Did he give you access to all of the emails for the time we, period in which? Yeah, I, we never. Your dismissiveness tears journalists, pushes more people to the right than you can imagine. Wait, what? My dismissiveness tears journalists? You mean like towards journalists? Are you fucking stupid? You think the right wing likes journalists, you fucking dingus? What are you talking about? What? You've lived on this earth for 43 years. You should have figured out that, like, you know, most people don't like journalists. Never had a single, I never had a like single pretty request bipartisan. Denied. And not only that, but... Their point is that you are repeating right-wing anti-journalism talking points. Yeah, you know me. Well, first of all, hold on. How the fuck am I pushing people to the right if I'm telling you that... The, that a big chunk of mainstream. It's like looking at Noam Chomsky and, and manufacturing consent and being like, wow, what a formative uh, right-wing text this is. I mean, holy shit. Imagine talking about the, the, uh, the entirety of, of media, the entirety of the media apparatus, uh, collectively defending capitalism and the interests of capital owners and constantly and consistently banging the war drums. Hmm. This seems like some real fucking right-wing agitprop right here. But the amount of files that we were given were so voluminous that there mm -hmm. was no way that anybody could have gone through them beforehand. And we never found an instance where anything, there was any evidence that anything had been taken out. Okay, so you would, you would believe that you have probably millions of emails and documents, right? That's correct, would you say? Uh, I don't, millions. No, I think the number's less too that. high. Okay, 100,000? That's probably closer. Probably, yeah. probably close to 100,000 that both of you are seeing. Yet, in your, the Twitter files, Mr. Taibbi, you've produced only 338 of those 100,000 emails. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. And then who gave you access to these emails? Uh, who was the individual that uh, gave you permission to access the emails? Well, the attribution for my story is sources at Twitter, and that's what I'm going to refer to. Okay. Uh, did Mr. Musk contact you, Mr. Taibbi? Again, the attribution for my story is sources at Twitter. Mr. Schellenberger, did Mr. Musk contact you? Uh, actually, 
No, I was brought in by my friend Barry Weiss, and so the story is misinformation. So Mr. Weiss brought you in, Mr. Taibbi. Mr. Weiss, no, Mrs. Weiss, bro. Ew, ew, fucking Barry Weiss. Just like literally all of the fucking worst losers, dude. Matt Taibbi deserves whatever fucking happens to him. I swear to God. Look at the, look at the fucking bed he's made. Thank you, Mr. Taibbi. Have you had conversations with Elon Musk? I have. Okay. Uh, Mr. Taibbi, did Mr. Musk place any conditions on the use the of the Let the gentle lady yield for a second. Uh, as long as my time is not used. Are you, are you trying to get journalists no, to No, I'm not trying to get sources? No, I'm not. <laughs> Jim Jordan. He. <laughs> Jim Jordan loves secrecy uh, it, it, whenever investigations are taking place. Like, for example, when an investigation could have been conducted on uh, all of the uh, numerous sex crimes that uh, his wrestling coach was engaging in. Uh, and then they went to Jim Jordan and they were like, hey, Jim Jordan, sex crimes are happening under your watch. Can you please help us? And he was like, no, I can't. I love covering up sex crimes. That's what he said. Okay, let's continue. I am asking, like no, well, if you will let me finish. Are you, and you had conversations with him. Not You said you weren't going to agree to who your sources were. I'm not asking you your source. I'm asking you if you had conversations with the owner of Twitter. And did Mr. Musk place any conditions on you? Yeah, doesn't that also, like, basically... Doesn't that also basically imply that, like, Jim Jordan just outed... <laughs> Jim Jordan just outed Elon Musk as being Matt Taibbi's source, almost. <laughs> Are you asking him to out his sources, Elon Musk? Use of the emails or documents? No. The, in fact, I was told uh, explicitly that um, we were uh, given license to look at present-day Twitter as well as past Twitter. So you had unfiltered access to Twitter's Guys, you don't understand. Guys, you don't understand. Jim Jordan has to defend people who are sex pests, okay? Allegedly. Like, he has to. That's just what he does. You know what I mean? So he's just like, he doesn't even know anything about Matt Tabe. He's just like, he heard that, and he was like, I got to defend him. And systems? Yes. Would those include HR files? No, 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 no. We, 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 didn't, we did not have access to personal information of any kind. In uh -huh. fact, we, we signed a waiver um, uh, for Have you produced that waiver to the uh, members of anyone on this committee or any staff? I'd be happy to. Have you? The only thing I still respect about Matt Taibbi is that he's still doing that hairstyle that kind of like you never really see anymore when you do the horseshoe. Like you're like very clearly bald and you still keep, you know, you still keep the side hair. Like you're just like, fuck it, YOLO. I'm bald and I want everyone to know I'm bald. I really respect that. People don't do that anymore, dude. A lot of people don't do that. The Ari Fleischer. It's called the cul-de-sac. My dad does that bald and proud. Like, Lakari does it. I haven't, but I'd be happy. Have you uh, given all of the access to what you were given by your source to this committee? No, and I would never do that. Okay. I didn't ask if you were given the committee, uh, the individuals, but all of the files. No, you have not? No. So what we're getting is your dissemination, your decision as to what was important and not important than that, correct? Which is true in every news it's story. In every story. But you have files that you say you are sharing, but those files are just a smaller period of the files. Is that correct? 
Yes. yes? There, okay, thank you. And the FTC investigation of Twitter, you knew that they were investigating Twitter before the time period that Mr. Musk came on? I was aware of it, yes. And the FTC was concerned with user data being hacked or used? Is that correct, that they didn't have enough um, checks and balances on that data? Well, I, I wasn't privy to that part. Have of you seen the consent decree? No, I have not. Okay, well, the consent decree is concerned with user data, which would be probably the reason that they were concerned if they're giving files to journalists that potentially data about users as well as data about individuals and employees would be given to them. My understanding um, so is I that didn't ask the question. I didn't ask. This is a this is a a, a profoundly important part of this uh, investigation or the this uh, like this is the main point of. Uh, this is probably one of the major points that that uh, is the reason why Matt Taibbi is there to begin with. Like he was like, "Oh, they're just trying to bully me and try to bully Elon Musk because I'm doing such great journalism for Twitter or whatever the fuck." But like, no, dude. Like, you have this fucking corrupt billionaire asshole who has no respect for the rule of law, no understanding of it, and no interest in, like, even following the legal counsel's advice on any particular matter. Like, yeah, of course Congress is going to ask if, like, one of the major social media platforms, now owned by a singular individual, gave access to, like, private information and private conversations to some random fucking right-wing fuckhead journalist who's trying to do promo for the platform itself. That's crazy. You a question, sir. Okay. So, do you know that Elon Musk paid forty-four billion for Twitter? Is that correct, Mr. Schellenberger? Were you aware of that? Yes, I read that. And did you know that he received that um, part of the funding from Saudi Arabia as well as Qatar? Uh, I I heard that. And I... did you know that one of those individuals who owns um, Beyonce was the company, um, but Binance. While he has uh, Canadian citizenship, Finance. he is uh, a Chinese national. Did, were you aware of that? I did not know that. Okay. And that he uh, stated that that was for the cause. But thank you very much for answering my questions. I yield back. What's wrong with that? They're implying that it's a Chinese national. Oh my God, Beyonce is Chinese. <laughs> no, they're implying that you are getting information from like, you are getting information that you're not supposed to have, possibly, from a company now owned by, you know, foreign nationals where the information that you're getting and disseminating or the information being given to you is about, like, private American citizens. That's what it is. I mean, I, I get it. Like, I understand why... Uh, I understand why, like, the, the Binance thing would be considered a security flaw, for sure. It doesn't even matter. That, like, my, my own personal feelings on China does not change that reality. That's a stupid conspiracy take. Uh, did you fail to hear when she talked about, did you fail to hear when she also talked about Saudi Arabia or? I mean, I don't know the dude's background. I work for Binance. You work for Beyonce.
Finance, bisexual finance. Now, I don't know. I don't know what this dude's background is. So they're saying we are the only one who can spy on our own people? Yeah, of course they're saying that. Bitdance isn't Binance? What, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Musk seems, to have Musk seems to have violated the FTC decree over handling user data by telling employees to give access to everything at Twitter to journalists. This is like the CEO of AT&T telling subordinates, let journalists listen in on whatever calls he or she wants. Exactly. Ouch. Musk seems to have waived all due process rights for Twitter. If third parties get access to all internal information, then everything Twitter is trying to withhold from the FTC on the grounds that is confidential, legal advice is no longer privileged. In summary, whoever told Musk to get Jim Jordan to go after the FTC over Twitter's privacy consent decree basically destroyed Musk's legal defense and may end up costing the company another big fine. They paid $150 million over data privacy violations before Musk bought the company. That part. Like, un... This motherfucker, would, uh, like, does he not realize? I mean, I guess it's yet another instance, again, it's yet another instance where, like, Elon Musk is just behaving in this insane manner, like the petulant, petty little tyrant child he is, where he's just like, I don't give a fuck about the law. 